Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is uh, seven minutes after the hour. Let me get Rob on here, then we'll bring in our news god uh, to find out what's going on with the city council. But first, uh, let me get uh, Bob on. Bob, welcome. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Yes, sir. Hey, if, uh, if we're just <clears throat> worried about having too much light in yeah. the belfries, <laughs> we can, you know, and the, and the green energy thing ain't you know, happening fast enough, they can always transition to whale oil. You know, I wish I'd thought of that. Boy, that, that yeah. they'll love that, won't they? Just a lantern, you know, up in the belfry. So. <laughs> and we can buy it from the Japanese because they still, they still go after them. So. Uh, that makes so much sense, <laughs> Rob. Thank you for the call. Have a good one. You too. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, there we go. We got, we got that first step. Now, uh, we got the news guy in Brian Houseworth. We're going to find out exactly what's going on with city council. Uh, how's that computer working in front of you? You know, it is dead right now, or so it appears, uh, the one in front of me. And you've done everything you can. I think this is going to require engineering. Um, and it was working yesterday. Uh, it's just, it's kind of, it's like off. Yeah, I had a girlfriend like that once. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Yeah, I understand. All right. So, yes, sir. Uh, city council is tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, transportation, one of my favorite topics. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, uh, Gary, that uh, basically they are looking at, and, and one of the themes of tonight's meeting, uh, despite President's Day, the city council is meeting tonight. It's not necessarily a city holiday. It's a Missouri state, and it's obviously a federal holiday, a county holiday as well. But they're going to do a report towards the end of the meeting about five shelters for bus shelters. $49,000 project. They're looking at building the sh- uh, the shelters in five uh, high-traffic locations, uh, areas that have a lot of riders and are expected to remain as bus stop locations once the transit study has been completed. One would be at the Haithman Village Shopping Center. One would be at Paris Road and Hinkson Avenue, the southeast corner. One would be at the northeast corner of Brown School Road and Edenton Boulevard. One would be at Oak Towers, and then the last one would be, uh, or first, depending on, on the way these things go, Rollins and Tiger Avenue. Uh, it's university property right there. About $49,000. That includes the pads and the shelters. They have the money, according to, Car- to Carlin Seawood. That includes construction of a concrete pad and also the installation of the shelter. Um, and it's something, you know, there's a guy going to talk about cuts to the bus routes because there are going to be cuts coming as well. <laughs> and we've t- t- touched on that. Adam Thorpe is going to testify tonight. So it's one of those things, um, you know, Gary, that I, you know, I think they should do another study to see why the bus system isn't profitable. Well, no, I think what we need to do is we have to invest in a study on people who do studies to find yes, out why that would be studies good are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, that is kind of where we're at right now. They're, they're in the process of doing the transit study. That was outlined, as you'll recall, back in the state of the city that uh, DeCarwin Seawood talked about. But I do think this is a go. These five bus shelters are a go. This is simply a report tonight. They're planning on barring one of the council members to having it taken off the agenda and, and, and proceeding. But, I mean, they, they did talk about this in the campaign. They're looking at five bus shelters. This is going to go. I don't know. Is this $10,000 a bus shelter or $50,000 each? $49,000. That would include everything. And it's not broken down by by each one. So each one ballpark would be about 10000 Okay. Just, so it's not fifty grand. Correct. Each. Correct. Uh, the whole thing is $49,000. 
$10,000, and that does include the pads and the shelters. How um, big are these shelters? $10,000 for a shelter? I could build no, a two-car garage. It is, you know, I'm, I'm, I've seen them out, out and about at some of the locations in town. They are, you know, they got a bench, and then they've got a cover. They're pretty, they're pretty good size. I don't have a, I'm not good at, at giving you a description of how big it is, but it's, it's, it's sizable. Um, and these are five high traffic locations, so that's. Uh, they don't. They see that's, that's not true. They don't have any five. There are no high traffic. <laughs> yeah, they're higher the, than some of the other locations, but they're not high traffic. A uh, large amount of riders is is officially how it's. it's, 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 <laughs> it's is that three? Yeah. Four? Well, it depends. Depends on what time of the day but uh but these have solar panel roofs or something <laughs> to like heat the interior nothing uh, like that no oh. no nothing like that uh-huh. um but that's kind of where we're at right now the council uh, is meeting tonight and there are other issues on the agenda as well there's going to be a some tennis courts for instance that are going to be constructed at perry phillips park that's going to be they're taking a check from, oh. the, from the united states tennis association they're going to use that money for that is that it? Totally, the money is all coming. That's what from it looks there? like. That's what it appears. No tax to be. dollars. That's what it appears to be. Um, and they're looking at some, you know, some other things as well. I don't. This eleven pages of the agenda, but I don't see anything on here. I mean, a lot of it is first read, and some is the consent agenda. It doesn't look, and I hesitate to say this, it doesn't look like anything is earth shattering or going to take a lot of time um tonight at the meeting but you know it's still there's a lot of things on there bus shelters is a report towards the end of the meeting now the public that's going to talk is going to be towards the beginning of the meeting ten thousand dollars brian if you had to construct a bus shelter, <laughs> i'm guessing they probably hold what five six seven people ballpark that'd be about right five six seven people now, some could also, some could stand in there as well, just based on if it's heavy rain or very cold or whatever. You know, I was uh, at Lowe's uh, a few weeks ago, and I just drove to, uh, close to the entrance and you know, those storage buildings. Yeah. There was one on sale for $400, and it was a pretty good-sized storage shed. It was one of those tin buildings. Why don't they just, you know, use something comparable to I that? Would bet you, I will bet you dollars to donuts that you could. Build a, a a sturdy, inexpensive bus shelter that wouldn't even come close to ten grand a piece. But this is all being paid for out of the net receipts of the bus system, right? Well, this is being funded by the capital improvement sales tax, which is voter approved. Um, it's quarter cent, and they have the money to do it. They've contacted the property owners who are looking to do this, and in, in most cases, in all five of these cases, there's actually a bus stop there right now, Gary. And they are simply building a, a bus, um, a, a shelter, if you will. So it's a bus stop location. They're putting a shelter up to uh, to help protect people in the heat and the cold. That's what the plan is. And that'll drive up ridership, I'm sure. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me take a call from Paul. Paul, welcome. How are you? Hey, doing great this morning, Gary. How are you doing? Uh, doing All you gentlemen are doing a fantastic job. Thank you, sir. So I just have a question for you. The city can come up with $15,000 to help fund True Faults Film Festival, bringing in people from around the world. They can find $10,000 per bus shelter to help protect people from the heat and the cold. But they can't find $5,000 to fund Neighborhood Watch anymore. They say that's too much and it's not in the budget. 
So we can protect them from the heat and the cold while waiting for the bus, but protecting them from gunshots, on the other hand, well, that's not in our budget. Well, they're How waiting. Does that make sense to anybody? Well, they're waiting for the bus. <laughs> they can at least get robbed in the comfort of a new bus shelter. <laughs> exactly. At least they're warm while their wallet is gone. <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to be warm because there's no electricity or solar panels or anything. It's just a... There's no, no, of, nothing like that. No. I mean, well, they'll um, be sheltered from the rain and the wind. Is that true that they don't? There's no longer funding for uh, yes that's neighborhood true. watch. That's that's true. It's it's been a, it's been an issue at the council meeting here and there. I wasn't aware it was completely cut cut out, but it's been an issue um, that's come up there uh, in years past. It has. Um, and the gentleman is correct. They are looking as well at a tourism sponsorship agreement with the Ragtag uh, Film Society for the 2023 True False Film Fest. That is on the um, that is a schedule for a vote tonight. There's a lot of other things on here as well. Um, you know, a lot of it is stuff you probably won't hear about on the news, but I, I think the bus shelter is a big deal. Um, it is vote approved, but the caller brings up a good point about the the neighborhood watch that you used to see a lot more of those. It's kind of gone by the wayside. You just don't see them as much anymore. You know, you know what we should do? We should see if we can get some corporate sponsors for that. If people are interested. Well, I would think that's, you know, I, I, this is not... Uh, uh, really news related, but I would I would think that it would be a better use of money than anything else we've talked about so far. Uh, how they could have money for everything else but that. And again, I'm not an attorney. Yeah. Part of it, part of it too, is is that was not put in the the neighborhood watch was not on the ballot when they mentioned some of these things. Now, I don't recall bus shelters being on there specifically, but they did talk about various projects they were looking to do with the quarter cent. So um, that's kind of where where we're at right now. So overall, the total cost is $49,000. It'd be funded um, by the... Um, and they, they'd also u- utilize a city term and supply contract c- to complete the construction. And the total project is... Based on what I'm reading, and everything I've seen uh, in the reports, which is about three pages, forty nine thousand dollars. Wow! So that's where they're at. The news god has has entered the building now. He's like Elvis; he's going to be leaving the building. (laughs) Thank you, Gary. All right, thank you. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you, Brian. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh boy, Brian! I think you and I should go out and uh, we should bid for that contract. We should, yeah. I bet you we I could bet make it. that I could build that for much cheaper, uh, and I would help you, and then we could split the difference. Well, no, we wouldn't split the difference. I would take you know most of the the money that we make. So from it works it, so. just like when a caller yeah, pays. Yeah, pretty much. Uh huh. I'll, yeah. I'll just because uh, you know you're making so much money now, you don't need any more. Oh, right. was that, is that the case? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up against the clock. Quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 1122. During the commercial break, Brian and I designed a bus shelter that we could probably build for about 1500 bucks, uh, maybe 2000 depending on what Brian uh, charges for my labor. Uh, not, uh, not really worth much, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you throw it in there because you can hand me stuff, you know. <laughs> hey, plug this in. Oh, wait, we're going to need to get a generator. Go get that. <laughs> Here's a battery-powered drill, Brian. Use that. <laughs>
Oh, Lord. The buses. We've been talking about these buses off and on for 10 years. And they are never going to turn a profit. They're never going to break even. They will always cost you. And if they would just get rid of them and deregulate, all kinds of opportunities would, would, would come out of it. Well, they have to do a study first to see why the bus system is not profitable. They, but they've been doing these. But this is just since you and I have been working together. <laughs> I'm guessing that there have been four studies on the bus system. Remember when? Uh, Don't you know the companies that do those studies see a request come in from Columbia, Missouri? Hey guys, we got another study for Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Get a raise. Gonna make some more money. Everybody gets a raise. <laughs> Columbia's looking to figure out what. I mean, it's just it's been going on forever, and I can't remember McDavid. I think it, when McDavid was uh, mayor. He was trying to fix the bus system, and I told him he was in the studio, and I said, "You can't fix it. It's not gonna. It's never going to work. It's never going to work." And no, 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 we got a plan, and they did it, and then they started giving away rides. I love that part. <laughs> well, maybe if we give away rides, we can increase the ridership. Yeah, I guess that might work, uh, but it didn't. Uh, and then the greatest victory of all was when the electric bus caught fire. And uh, both people that were on the bus, including the driver, piled out because it was on fire. It's like, come on, people, get rid of it. Is there a profitable uh, bus system anywhere in the United States that you're aware of? Not, I'm talking about. Not government run. Government run. Yeah. No, not one. There is not one. Certainly somewhere. No, it has to be. No, not run. Not see. It wouldn't be run by the government if it was profitable. It would be run by the private marketplace. Well, it seems to me that the city should look to a private company and say, "What are you guys doing in order to become profitable?" Well, to do what you do. In order for that to happen, what the city has to do is just cancel everything. <laughs> Literally, the, the, I know that they, they got to say, "Look, we're going to, you know, bus." Uh, the bus system is going to be permanently shut down, effective uh, June first, twenty twenty two. It's just going to it's going to be completely gone. Uh, so find other ways. We're selling off all the equipment. We're going to be completely out of the transportation business. Right away, there would be panic. Oh my God! These people who do ride the bus, both of them, uh, <laughs> are going to need some kind of transportation. I mean, when you think about what would it take in order for the average citizen of Columbia to say, okay, I'll take the bus to work every day. Oh, I mean, it would have to show up at your house at the time that you want to leave and take you directly to work with no stops, essentially, right? Yes, otherwise. Or as few stops as possible. Otherwise, you've got to give yourself, what, an extra half hour, 45 yeah, minutes? That's just yeah. never going to happen. No. Even the private system couldn't provide that kind of service but that's unless right. it was Uber or something like that. Well, I think, I think that it could. The private system could work. It would be perhaps not as perfect as owning your own car, but I think it would work much better than this system. Uh, because in New York they were doing this and they were dropping people off at their door. And instead of having these mega buses, they were driving around in small vans. 
their overhead was way lower. Uh, the, in fact, it was doing, they were doing so well that uh, the government shut them down. I mean, it's the private marketplace. Somebody, and I don't know who, but somebody will think to themselves, I could make, I could fill that, I could fill that void. I can make a living. I know how to do it. I don't know who they are, and I don't know what their plan is, but they would. And that's what people don't seem to grasp, especially people on the left, that somewhere out there exists somebody with an answer, a solution. But they're afraid to get out of the way and let it happen. And, and so we go through study after study, and we change the routes, and we shorten the hours, and we long, lengthen the hours, and then we change the buses, and it's... Get out of the get out of the way. Message from Matt: uh, They should contract with Uber and Lyft drivers to provide rides to individuals who need it. Even if taxpayers paid for those rides, it would still be cheaper than what they spend on pu- public transportation. Yes, yeah, I think Matt's wrong. I think you, the 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 city shouldn't contract with anybody. No, they shouldn't. But I think he's saying that it would be better than what it would we're be. Doing. Yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, Oh, what? Boy. What? Well, I'm afraid that if I take this call... He's trying to chip in on our business, I he's think. Gonna, he's going to worm his way into talking about vaping. Why would he do that? We're uh, talking about bus shelters right because now. Because you could be talking about... Did you just about, bring up vaping? You could be talking I about did, are you, Have you got, a, like, an endorsement you're trying to talk about here? No, no. Well, but, you brought up vaping in the middle of a bus shelter conversation and no no i'm talking see public bus systems he could be talking about potato salad and find a way to work it into the conversation he would never do that scotty good morning how are you all right you know i forgot all about vape until you brought it up (laughs) (laughs) hey i've got an idea on you buses let it out for it dies of solitary confinement go ahead sell all of the buses like he said sell all the equipment turn the bus station into a homeless shelter that ought to ease the pain <laughs> on the liberals a little bit because they're still helping and providing the service all the bus bays out back go ahead and wall them in so they can have more overnight beds for the homeless in a warming shelter and on another note you know i never got a request to bid come across my desk about them kiosks they're talking about building <laughs> Oh, you mean we already have a final uh, bid on that, Scotty. Sorry about this one. Oh, okay. Well, they must be used to stainless steel and bulletproof glass because <laughs> I think I could beat that. I think I could beat that forty-nine thousand. <laughs> you think you could build a, a bus shelter for under ten thousand dollars? Oh, not only yes, but heck yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and probably probably build it better. My uh, question is, how much? What's the permits worth? Oh, you wouldn't have to wink, get a permit if you're working for the city. I mean, they they, they would just wink had, at you and use like, okay, I got it. I had to make a request for a permit to obtain the permit I needed on a job site here about a year ago. A <laughs> permit for the permit. <laughs> that, that's no joke. It stressed me out so bad I had to go over and see the guys at Como Vapor. Como like Vapor. There, he got it in, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always does. <laughs> Scotty, take you care. Guys, you guys have a good one. You too. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. <laughs> this is Zimmer Radio Network. <laughs>
This is the Gary Nolan Show. 11.35, glad to have you with us. Um, so Brian and I, during the break, and, and I'm going to call an audible, because this is... Um, have you ever gone to a restaurant and then ordered something really bizarre? What is the most bizarre thing you've ever ordered in a restaurant? 874-9390-800-529-5572. A friend of mine invited me out to dinner, I think, on Wednesday. We're going to go out and get... Uh, we're going to, I think, a sushi restaurant. I've never... I've never had sushi, uh, and I'm not eating anything raw, so I'm not sure what there will be. But um, I, I'll tell you what happened. I, this is, I was probably uh, 21, 22, and uh, three couples, there were three of us, uh, and I know one of them, um, well, it just suffice to say, we went to a restaurant um, in a little town outside of Cleveland called Chagrin Falls. You may have heard of it. And there was escargot on the menu, and I had never tasted it. I frankly didn't even know what it was. And, and uh, somebody, one of the girls at the table, did know what it was, and she was just grossed out by it and said she would never order that. And then the conversation sort of developed, and I ordered it to see what it was, to see what it tasted like, not expecting it to be particularly good. I want to tell you, I was surprised. Escargot is delicious. It really, I love garlic and butter, and the whole thing was just a great combination. So I was, I was surprised. Uh, and some people you have to do, chew it. Yes, Brian, you have to chew everything okay. you eat with. because the, you know my perception was it's like it's snails; it just slides right down. There's no chewing required. No, 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 no not at all. It's <laughs> it's not uh, it's not slimy. Uh, okay, something. It's it's re- it's really good. <laughs> really, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. So you won't you won't eat it. No, no, no. What's the most bizarre thing you've ever ordered at a restaurant? I don't order anything that I don't intend to eat. Well, I think I'm going to sample this. <laughs> no. Well, you. I've never ordered anything bizarre on a menu really no uh-uh. unless very... unless i've had you know somebody say oh you gotta try the whatever it is so if you and i were at a restaurant that served escargot and i told you you gotta try this it is really really good i don't know it would take i mean if i told you hey i you you have to try the liver and onions here it is just to die for would you try it I've tasted liver and onions, <laughs> but you've never tasted escargot. Well, no, uh-uh. So it might be worth it to, and and, and I could well, give you... Well, somebody did that with lobster with me, too, and I just, it was an awful experience. And, you know, it was probably prepared wrong, Yeah, but it was something enough to make me never want to try it so again. So it's done. In your yeah. mind, it's gone. Yeah. You're never going to try it It was rubber, and it was like, I will, oh. Wow. I had to excuse myself. Really? That yeah, bad? It was horrible. And it was prepared by a chef, too. Wow. And I was trying to be kind. He said, what do you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was, um, well, nourishing. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most bizarre thing you ever ordered at a restaurant? 874-9390. Or 800-529-5572. And did you like it? See, some people do this all the time. They just, they gamble. They're adventurous. And uh, they'll 
you know, give things, a, give it a try just to see. And uh, then there are people like Brian who absolutely <laughs> won't do that. Uh, what's the most bizarre thing that you've ever ordered in a restaurant? Do you, have you tried, like, Vietnamese cuisine or anything I like that? I have not, nope. Gwen was in California and had uh, Korean, uh, went to a Korean restaurant, um, and they dropped off this fish on the plate that she she and her sister wanted nothing to do with. <laughs> have you had uh, squid yet? Squid. Uh, no, I don't think I've had squid. I think I've had... Uh, what is it that I've had? Uh, there's another name for it. Uh, I think it's an octopus or something. I don't know what it is. What did I try? Squid. Did I ever try squid? I don't think so. Have you? I have not. No. Would you? No. <laughs> just Wouldn't try snake either. Just based on the way it looks. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me uh, let me go to the phones here. David, are you a, an adventurist when it comes to uh, dinner? Um, I used to be. <laughs> Until? Um, I ordered braised lion. Braised lion? Like, never... as in the the lion, the big cat, yes. Yeah. Braised, braised lion strips. Wow, I didn't even know that you, uh, that you could get that anywhere. Uh, how did it taste? Uh, terrible. It was it was very uh, muscular. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that is that a euphemism for tough or what? Yeah, it, it was a long time ago in Chicago. There was this uh, cafe that had you know duck, snake, lion, all this crazy stuff on the menu. So I got lion. And they told you it was good, and you found out they were lion. <laughs> All right. That, that's the most adventurous I've ever gotten. All right, Lion. I never heard of that, but that's interesting. All right, David, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolcha. Isn't there a place not far from here, Brian, that serves all kinds of exotic, exotic food? food? Yeah, it's up north. I forgot the name of it, but I think they even serve gator. It seems to me that there is a place a, a friend of mine told me. I think, I don't know. All right, Gary, welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Gary. Hey, when you were 22, did they even have restaurants? Do you really <laughs> ever want to call again? What do you mean, did it ever? Yeah, you know what? We used to sit around the cave entrance, and they would bring the food to us. What? I figured you were probably just running around picking up dead carcasses somewhere. But anyway. <laughs> the, God, um, you people are mean, you know. Yeah, well, you know, it comes <laughs> along. It, um, the problem I have, I've had ostrich, and I've had wild boar. And um, thought they were talking about Brian when you said boar. But. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, they were then the ostrich wasn't um, wasn't. It's kind of well, for lack of a better term, it's kind of like chicken. Not the flavor was in what they put on it. Now the boar, on the other hand, and I've also had boar bacon. That is, it was pretty darn good, gamey but good. So the boar was good. The chicken, it was just whatever you put on it, it was. It was like cake, where the icing is what makes the the. Uh, That's it. You got it. <laughs> it's just a conveyance for the for the real good stuff. All right, yep. all right. Yep. Where did now? Where did you where did you order this at? Was that where did you say you were? 
Well, this I uh, originally had up at a place called Rick's in uh, Moberly. I don't know that they do that stuff anymore. He got into where he was having wild game at one time. Um, Ternanzio's over in uh, Guthrie, when it was in business, used to have a lot of wild game. I know there was some place here that uh, a buddy of mine wanted me to go to that had all this uh, weird stuff, and I, I don't remember where it is or or what, but I'll... There, there's a restaurant down at the lake, for, and I'm sorry for the life of me. I want to say Brennan's, but that's not it. It's an old, it's an old style restaurant, but they have the um, oysters Rockefeller, and they have escargot and things like that. Uh, if I think of it, I'll let you know. All right, Gary. Anyway, take care, Gary. Thank you. Glad to have you on Bye. the Gary Nolan Show. Steve, Steve, what's the what's the strangest thing you ever ordered at a restaurant? Well, I was down at my uncle's on Summerlin Key, Florida. He lived in a sailboat. He took me to this place to eat. It's called Jose's Cantina. And it was a block, brick block uh, building. That was it. Some Cubans run it. Uh, I ordered the black beans and rice with turtle meat and a bowl of turtle soup with that. Delicious. And it really was turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was good. You actually tasted the turtle meat and had a flavor of its own? Big chunks, big chunks with the black beans and rice, and, uh, you know, it had a chicken flavor. It really did. So. Yeah, everything seems to taste like chicken, they well, say. Well, not everything, but you know how it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I'm glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Turtle, would you eat turtle, Brian? I don't think so. <laughs> really? I mean... Not adventurous at all. No, I'm just uh, pretty traditional. How do you... How do you... Uh, Get the turtle out of the shell. That's, <laughs> that'd be an ugly, uh, an ugly uh, event. You break it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gene, welcome. How are you? Good. So, uh, sea cucumber. Sea cucumber. I've never heard right. of a sea cucumber. It, don't tell me it's a, a male <laughs> appendage either. Uh, no. Okay. No, those are those are smaller. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah, it, it, was in a, it was in an Oriental restaurant in uh, Chicago, right on the Miracle Mile. And uh, there was a group of uh, Oriental gentlemen next to us, and my kids got interested in what they were eating. And one of the guys sent over uh, this piece of sea cucumber, so we all tried it. It was pretty good. It, it's really a, a cucumber of some kind that grows in the sea? Uh, it really, I think, is some type of, uh, not a vegetable at all, but, a um, animal? seafood, seafood, yeah. It's an animal? Yes. Oh. Somebody might know better than I, but yeah, it's been pretty good. So when I'm in a oriental restaurant anymore, I kind of look for it. Usually it comes in a soup or a stew or something like that. All right, that's interesting. Brian is doing a Google search now, trying to find out what the hell that yeah. is. The All other right. thing, brains. Brains? You or you yeah. ate brains? Oh yeah, calf brains. Uh, you could get them all over St. Louis. Uh, calf Kansas brains? City. The brains of brains. little cows? Yeah, yeah. They don't uh, sell them much anymore because of bad time. But uh, yeah, brains and eggs. Um, yeah, you could pretty well get that back in the fifties. So I'm fairly old. Uh, brains doesn't taste. It doesn't sound like it would even taste good. It's it's, it's, uh, it's really uh, I don't know. A very soft. I mean, it's yeah. very tender. Yeah. 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 I suppose it would be. Uh, yeah. All right. 
Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Brain, would you eat brain of anything? No, sir. Uh Uh-uh. That just... (laughs) See, now, I I think I'm I'm reasonably adventurous, but I I don't think I would... uh, There's some things I just... No. No. (laughs) No, that's just... That's wrong. I mean, what would you do if you showed up to somebody's house for dinner and that's what they're serving? (laughs) (laughs) How do you... Say, oh, you know, I'm not feeling so well. <laughs> How do you leave your dinner? Do you remember about two years ago when we were talking about those people who <laughs> take their toilet seat? Oh, yes, the toilet seat. The dishwasher. <laughs> Just as you're arriving, they're removing their toilet seat. Hey, dinner's getting close to being ready. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> You don't feign illness, you are sick, <laughs> and you rush home. Oh, back to wrap it up on the Gary Nolan. Hey, is that see Randy Tobler out there? He is. Let me he, find out what here. he's up to. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. So they're going to mar Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, huh? That's why I hear, yeah, the author of a bunch of books uh, put out some offensive material years ago, and but he's yeah, he fixing that about, now. What, the Oompa Loompa? Oh, st- please stop using that term. That's what, the Oompa Loompa? I'm sorry. I, little people now. The pain. The pain. Uh, by the and way... don't use that F word either. The, the, the F word? I never use the F word. Good, good. I'm glad you've finally come around to not use the word fat. Oh, I ah, just said it. Jeez, Brian. In front so of God sorry. and everybody. And I forgot to dump it, too. Yeah, fat. Oh, don't say that word. It's offensive. Yeah, how long are they going to? How long are we going to put up with this? I literally I was, until people fight back enough to say enough with this. You know what? Grow the fat up. Yes. <laughs> Just it's <laughs> like, come on, people, get the get the hell's the matter with you? So this author apparently is going to go through all of the books that he has been selling. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Is he still alive? The author? I don't know if he is or not, but so he's, he's not he's, going through this. Somebody else, somebody with literary else is, license. Yes, is, there you go. Is, is going through his books that have been on the shelves for years, and they've decided that these books have had offensive language in them. All this have, time, all this time. Oompa Loompa, Oompa, oh, Oompa Loompa. Whatever. Stop that talk, little people. Now we're going to change the. Well, who's who's offended? The Oompas or the Loompas? <laughs> Both of them. I mean, it's like, how is that offensive? It's they, is that a made up word? It is, and I'm just wondering: is that going to also? Uh, they're going to go through the movie and edit that too? Because I mean, I think they had an Oompa Loompa song associated with that part in the movie too. That was Gene Gene who uh, Wilder Gene Wilder. I. I am so tired of these <laughs> jackrabbits, I can't begin to tell you. How many years from now do you suppose that we will look back and say, what a bunch of idiots? We won't. It'll actually, it'll be, you know, when the, uh, the, the entire republic has collapsed and they're looking back historically at us 100 years from now. They'll right. go, oh, and then these idiots started altering literature and saying that they were offended by everything and... Uh, and you they know, they could change their sex on the fly. Yeah, these people actually believe this, uh, and that was part of their downfall. 
and there and it's going to be like you and me and it'll be like our listeners our friends who are going to get tarred and feathered with that picture of the collapse of the republic yes they started to believe that you could pick your gender and and uh, they were uh, you know rewriting great works of literature and they were offended by anything and everything and they couldn't understand historical uh, uh, events and and then uh, then they just uh, they just faded into oblivion. They collapsed. I mean Walt Disney's uh, people are starting to do this too with some of the movies that have been out for many many years, like The Lion King and Pocahontas and and many others. Do you remember when they when they took the cigar? Remember the classic picture of Winston Churchill with yes. the big cigar, and they uh -huh. took that cigar out of the picture. Yes. I mean, we can't see anything that anybody ever might, in the slightest way, be offended by. I mean, they're gonna and they're gonna make it sound like you know it was all of us. These idiots will have us all painted with the same stupid uh, picture of America. Listen, Thursday and Friday, completely different show. We do this every year. It is the 17th annual Miracles for Kids Radiothon um, with uh, the Missouri Credit Union and. We will raise money so that any kid that gets uh, th that needs their service at uh, women's children at, at, at the hospital will get it, no matter what their financial situation. They could be broken to Ten Commandments, out of work, uh, in debt, and a credit rating of three, and they'll still get the best care that they can possibly get because they don't turn anybody down. Uh, we've done this every year since I got here, and I have, n I cannot begin to tell you the, the friends I've made, the satisfaction I've had in being a part of this. You can too. This Thursday and Friday, it will be from uh, you know uh, six a.m. to six p.m. That's what we're going to be doing. You know, we can't do this alone. It takes a lot of help from a lot of uh, a lot of people. Uh, and some of the people that are part of this big O tires are gonna uh, they're gonna fund the phone bank. Uh, you got Brian Ware Plumbing. They're gonna be a part of this. Allstate Consultants LLC, uh, B and H Well Drilling, Blue Sky Restoration, Caterpillar. All of these organizations, all of these corporations, all of these companies, working with us to help bring uh, this funding to these children. So we look forward to that Thursday. Glenn Beck is coming up. Uh, Randy Tolber will be with us a little later on. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Glenn, baby, honey, I'm coming home.